This is IGN. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of IGN. Brought to you by the SoFi Daily Podcast. 80% of New Year's resolutions fail by the second week of February. If reaching financial independence is something you're striving for in 2021, don't let your goals fall by the wayside. Listen to the SoFi Daily Podcast every weekday to keep informed and keep your financial resolutions. Search for SoFi wherever you get your podcasts. The Marksman. Review. By Matt Fowler. Note. IGN serves a global audience, so with The Marksman now playing in theaters, we're publishing our review from Matt Fowler, who watched the movie via a digital screener. IGN strongly encourages anyone considering going to a movie theater during the COVID-19 pandemic to check their local public health and safety guidelines before buying a ticket. Liam Neeson's deep-voiced, grizzled charisma, which has served him super well as a later-in-life action star, isn't quite enough to pull the marksman up and out of its formulaic dregs. The second directorial effort from producer Robert Lawrence, who's been behind most of Clint Eastwood's 21st-century films, including Gran Torino, which this film echoes in certain ways, The Marksman, which uses Neeson's character's skill with a rifle far too infrequently to warrant that title, is a rather humdrum slice of good-guy-with-a-gun dad porn. Obviously, Neeson is no stranger to revenge cinema, but this is his first dalliance with problematic grumpiness. You could see how the marksman was crafted with an Eastwood type in mind, complete with Eastwood's political leanings, perhaps, but the film skirts the more serious issues it uses as a backdrop in order to unspool a color-by-numbers tale involving an old Marine teaching disrespectful punks a lesson. In this case, the Marine is Neeson's Arizona rancher, Jim Hansen, and the troublemakers are cartel hitmen. Hansen, whose property rests on the U.S.-Mexico border, is sort of vaguely bigoted. His cantankerous nature is explained away-ish by the fact that he's recently widowed and the bank's about to foreclose on his land, but he's still a man who's perennially bothered and put out by Mexicans crossing onto his property illegally, always reporting them to Border Patrol when he spots them. We also see Hansen needing quick work and being distressed when he's denied a ditch-digging job because of day laborers. Nothing is said outright about Hansen's prejudices, which is probably a wise move, but it's also a cowardly move that works to water down anything potentially interesting. Painting him with a broad misanthrope brush feels like a cop-out when you see who, exactly, in the movie he's peeved with. Things are only winked at here, with phrases like, if only the government would do something about the mess down here, and the way things are now. It all just smacks of the creators realizing, as they roll through production, that this possibly was the wrong time to make this movie. 
Hansen's fading life, one of desolation, is interrupted by a Mexican mother and son fleeing cartel assassins and winding up on his ranch. In a quick skirmish with the killers, the mother is mortally wounded, the brother of the lead cartel goon, played by Juan Pablo Raba, is taken out, and Hansen finds himself begrudgingly fulfilling a promise to the late woman to take her boy, Miguel, played by Jacob Perez, to Chicago to be with his cousins. As payment so that he can prevent his land from being sold off, Hansen figures he'll use the duffel bag of cartel cash that the mom was carrying. As you might expect, Hansen and Miguel bond during their long cross-country pickup truck trek, and the cold codger begins to warm to his companion, eventually seeing this journey as a last good deed mission. Ultimately, it's not a terrible story. It's watchable in all the weakest ways that descriptor implies. Just because it's not fresh doesn't mean it can't be effective at times. Tropes exist for a reason, as they're the easiest ways discovered to deliver emotional arcs and morality plays. Of course, Neeson's playing a reluctant killer here, one who tells Miguel there's absolutely nothing that feels good about killing another man. The movie itself might disagree, as the genre is one designed to specifically dish out vengeance. Vikings' Catherine Winnick is wasted here in what's become the all-too-common woman-on-the-phone role, where, as Hansen's stepdaughter and a U.S. Border Patrol agent, she gets a lot of scenes where she has to plead with him to come home and let the system handle things. What starts off as a possibly promising part fizzles out halfway through the film and finds no closure. The movie's ending feels right enough, and dour enough, though it also just reinforces vigilantism in the ways these types of stories usually do. The Verdict The Marksman is perfectly watchable old man reckoning cinema, held together by good performances by Liam Neeson and young Jacob Perez, but it's ultimately not much more than an assembly line of non-surprises. Plus, it confounds matters by contriving the story in a controversial setting, and then kind of sheepishly ignoring majorly important themes so it can deliver a run-of-the-mill action movie. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> 